This content is being provided by the Suffolk University Law School Academic Support Program, helping students make the most of their abilities. Hello, my name is Professor Ramey and I direct the Academic Support Program at Suffolk University Law School. Through today's podcast, I'll be providing you with information on how to approach the days immediately before your exams. With this approach as a guide, you'll be able to leave your stress behind and concentrate on your studies. And make no mistake, the days leading up to exams are very stressful for most students. During the semester, it was difficult enough to stay on top of your studies. As exams approach, it often seems that there aren't enough hours in the days to, to get everything done. So let me start with some good news. You have been studying for exams throughout the semester. Never lose sight of this fact. How do I know? Have you worked fairly long hours during the semester? Have you spent your time reading cases and organizing your notes into an outline? Have you reviewed outside sources, including utilizing study groups at times in your professor's office hours if you were having trouble with concepts? If you've done all of these things, or at least most of them, then you've been studying for your exams throughout the semester. One of the main reasons you spent so much time in your studies during the course of the semester was so that you could learn the material on a day-to-day -day basis. Now comes the payoff. While you will certainly work hard in the days leading up to your exams, all-night cram sessions are unnecessary and even counterproductive. For the most part, you will not be learning new ideas as you prepare for finals. Instead, you'll be reminding yourself of ideas that you already know. Therefore, the same 8 to 10 hours per day that you spent studying during the semester will be more than enough in the days leading up to the examinations. In most law schools, you'll have some time, we call this time reading days, between the last day of class and the beginning of exams. Although studying for exams is a year-long process, certain aspects of your studying will change during this reading period. For example, you won't be going to classes, and you won't be outlining, and you won't be reviewing your class notes. Once again, you've been doing these things all semester, and now it's time to reap the benefits of all the hard work. Between the last day of classes and the beginning of exams, you will devote your study time to three things. Reviewing your outlines, answering sample examination questions, and meeting with your review group. During the, first day, during the first days of the review period, your task is a simple one. Read through your outlines. If you have outlined correctly, your outlines will be thorough but short enough to read through several times in a given day. Again, if you approach your studies correctly throughout the year, you will not have to learn any new ideas. Initially, just read through the outline without trying to memorize the concepts. As you read, you'll probably notice that you already know many of the ideas contained within the outline. More than this, you'll probably already have committed many of the ideas to memory. All those days of reading, reviewing, and outlining were not in vain. As you work through the outline, note any concepts that you're struggling with. Later, go back to these concepts and reread these portions of the outline more carefully. On occasion, you may have to consult an outside study aid like a horn book to clear up any confusion, but this should be the exception and not the rule. Once you feel confident about the concepts contained in your outline, it's time to test your knowledge by taking a sample exam. Avoid the impulse to start your study process with a sample examination. Why? Because your performance is likely to be less than stellar and will only cause you stress. Answering a sample exam after reading through your outlines will give you a more accurate assessment of how well you know the subject matter. Some professors will provide you with old sample exams for this purpose, and some may even offer to review these sample exams with you. 
If a professor offers to review a sample examination answer with you, jump at the opportunity. Considering the number of students in your class, do not be surprised if few professors make this offer. More typically, professors will hold review sessions prior to exams for the entire class. If you can't obtain old examination questions from your professors, you may consider purchasing commercially available exam questions. Whenever answering a sample exam, especially one that will be reviewed by a professor, be sure to mimic exam conditions. For one thing, this means taking the exam under time constraints. Your ability to produce a brilliant answer in six hours is irrelevant if your exams will take three hours. In addition to time constraints, turn off your phone, your television, and any music. Music and contact with the outside world are typically not allowed during exams. Also, be sure to write or type out your answer as you would during the examination. Avoid simply outlining your response or using incomplete sentences. After completing the exam, use your course outline to review your answer. This will give you a good idea of the areas of law that require additional review on your part. In some instances, you'll discover that your outline is insufficient, that it cannot help you determine whether your analysis was adequate regarding some aspect of the sample exam. Do not panic, because this is to be expected. The point of engaging in the review process in the fashion we've been discussing is to help you find holes in your understanding. When you find a hole in your understanding, you must fill it with new information. This may require you to do some additional research, to ask your professor a question, or to bring some questions or issues to the attention of your study group. Remember, every mistake you make when practicing is one less mistake you will make on your exams. After thoroughly reviewing your sample answer, the next step is to meet with your, rev with your review group. In fact, be sure to contact your review group at the outset of the reading period to schedule these meetings. Be clear about the meeting date, the time, and the subject matter. Most importantly, be clear that everyone must complete their own exam in order to take part in these sessions. Otherwise, you may end up helping everyone else but receive little assistance on your own. These group meetings are a very important part of the study process. Invariably, you'll encounter some thorny issues in your sample um, exam questions. As a group, it will be easier to review these issues and come up with an accurate solution to the problem. Time permitting, repeat these steps. Review your outline, take sample exams, meet with your, with your study group up until the day before your examination. As for the day before your examination, try to have a relatively light study session that day. This may seem counterintuitive, but remember how much work you've been doing all year. You're unlikely to learn anything new the day before your exams, so avoid scrambling to find the perfect study aid, that classmate's outline, or that fantastic sample exam you've heard about. Instead, put in a solid six to eight hours a day of studying and then relax and go to bed early. At this point in the year, a good night's sleep is, is more likely to improve your exam performance than would another hour of studying. Finally, here are a few thoughts and tips regarding the time leading up to your examinations. Number one, watch your coffee consumption. A late evening caffeine buzz can wreak havoc with your sleep the night before an exam and you want to be at peak efficiency as you walk into the testing room. Try to exercise every day. It's a great way to reduce stress and clear your head. Number three, no matter how much trouble you have sleeping, I recommend against you taking a sleeping pill. At best, you'll be fuzzy on the morning of the exam. At worst, you'll sleep through it. Number four, be, be sure you know the room where the exam is taking place. There's no sense scrambling around the law school on the day of your exam trying to find the right room. 
get to the vicinity of your law school early in order to avoid problems created by late buses, bad traffic, or a flat tire. But I recommend against being in your law school too early. Seeing how much stress everyone else is under is a great way to psych yourself out. Be sure to eat something on the day of the exam, even if your exam begins at 9 a.m. First, your brain needs the fuel. And second, if you don't eat, your, your blood sugar will start to drop during a three-hour exam, which will slow down your thinking. Finally, and most importantly, walk into the examination room with a little bit of a swagger in your step because you know that you're going to do well. If you've been working hard all semester, then you have done everything in your power to succeed on your examinations. At that, right, at that point, you have every right to be confident in your abilities. Good luck on your exams. This content has been provided by the Academic Support Program at Suffolk University Law School. You may reach us by email at hramey, that's H-R-A-M-Y, at suffolk.edu.